You are now listening to a Corporate Streets presentation. Welcome to the Powercast. The Powercast. The Powercast. Welcome to the Corporate Streets Powercast. This is the podcast discussing the 48 Laws of Power by Robert Greene. And today you have Verbose TJ. And this is Shut Your Damn Out, Jerry. <laughs> this week we're talking about the fourth law. Always say less than necessary. This law reminds me of a quote that's credited to Abe Lincoln. Better to remain silent. And be thought a fool than to speak and remove all doubt. Okay. And I know this is a um, a law that I need to work on. Yeah. I'm observant. (laughs) I'm observant and I see a lot. So I ponder a lot. And because of those two qualities, I have a lot of ideas, opinions, and I always have something to say. And I'm naturally helpful and I love communicating and engaging and like I said, I like helping people. So ultimately, to do those things, naturally, I like to talk a lot. That's just that's my thing. If, if it was up to Robert Greene, he would consider me a person that talks excessively. You done talking? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm done, man. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> Yo, a- that was a low blow, dog. That was a low. That was so long. And this is this is actually something that I actively have been working on for a long time um, before even hearing about the book. But since we've started reading the book, I've uh, stepped up my efforts to not okay. say so much, especially um, in regards to like a text message. That's when it's kind of really big for me when having a discussion via text. I feel like, okay, I just need to shut up and just say a few words and just stop and send the message. Because I feel like if I start sending or saying too many words, then I'm explaining too much. I'm getting emotional and I'm losing the power that I could have potentially had before. You good? You got more? You got more? Actually, I do have more since you asked. And so... (laughs) Um, actually, there's something I want to introduce to the PowerCast. Um, okay. And that's a, a translation for for the uh, for each each topic. So like okay. the, so you know some of the some of the wording wordings of some of these topics are kind of odd sometimes, right? Okay. And everybody may not necessarily understand it. And, so, and we've been kind of doing that. So, uh, well, not with the topics. We've been doing it with uh, some of the language. Yeah, issues. yeah. But but the past couple of weeks, I, I would kind of give my own little interpretation, my little translation of each, uh, each 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 law. And so I want to officially make it a thing. And so for law number four, the translation will be: Real G's move in silence like lasagna. And that's the translation for law number four. Okay. <laughs> okay. You know the street people. Okay. You know, this is this is I gotta I gotta say it for the streets, man. You gotta do it for the street. And for those, can you can you translate the translation for those who 
who might not be street enough to understand that real G's move in silence like lasagna. <laughs> they already got it, man. They they uh, they already got it. Always saying less than necessary. So, you know, real gangsters. You know, basically, this is a line from Lil Wayne, uh, a Lil Wayne song. And basically, it just meant that um, real gangsters don't talk a lot. Right. You know, the people who really are doing dirt, the people who are putting in the work, the people that are in the power, they don't go and shout about it. They're not running around um, all flashy and stuff. Um, but again, they definitely don't talk a lot. And so, okay. you know, G's moving silence like a lasagna because the G and lasagna is silent. Yeah, the G. That's so you gotta you gotta hit him with the with the double the double meaning right. the double entendre there the the G in lasagna. Nobody says lasagna. <laughs> right. The G is silent. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it back to the corporate side and bring <laughs> the power cast. Side. Let's go. Right. I'm gonna bring it back to the corporate side. Uh, when Robert Greene started off this topic, he went on to say that um when you attempt to impress people with words the more you say the more common you look and you appear to be less in less control so even if you you know if you use less words even if you say something that's unoriginal or cliche it seems original if you leave it super vague and powerful people impress and intimidate when they say less and one of the things that i immediately think of is uh diddy and the making of the uh, making of the band, whenever they showed him watching potential talent, he would say they nothing. would be singing their hearts out. They'll be dancing their hearts out, and he'll be texting on his little BlackBerry because iPhones weren't out then. And he'll look up at them, and then he'll go back to texting. And then after they're done with their performance, he just gets up and walks out. <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't really say much. Or if he did comment, he'd be like, yeah. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, I was saying he just walks out. Yeah, he was just out. like, yeah, that was cool, and that was it. Yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> knowing that he loved it or hated it or whatever the case may have been, he didn't say much. And so, as soon as I heard the law, I'm I'm listening and read the law. I'm listening to the audio book, so I heard Robert. I heard uh, the words that Robert Greene would have said by uh, what's his name, Richard Poe, I believe. But anyway. Uh, as soon as I heard it, it made me think of that Diddy situation and how he's a boss and he was con- he's, he's a mogul. He controls a lot, but he does. He has so much power without saying hardly any words. So clearly Diddy is um, probably one of the most powerful people we know, because this is the second time, I think, that he's come up in a power cast. Is it? What was the first time? Talking about the parties. Ah, the Diddy parties. Well, he throws epic parties, man. I've never been to one, but I hear they're pretty epic. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so So, I'm just saying he's he's probably the most powerful. If we keep in count, he's the most powerful person. If we keep in count? All right, at the moment. All right. You know what? There's another one that I could bring up, but I haven't been bringing up because I'll use him almost every single episode. So I've been purposely not bringing him up yet until I run out. Okay. And then I need to bring him up. But I'm, I'm going to keep that one on the side. He's talking about 50 but, Cent. Go ahead. <laughs> but the more you say, the more opportunity you have to say something foolish. How many times have you talked yourself deeper into the hole because you kept talking? Have you ever done that before? Oh, it's been a ton of times where that's happened to me. <laughs> and... 
I don't know. I, I feel like I've, I feel like I'm, I'm definitely really happy that I've recognized that at some point. I wish I would recognize it a lot sooner in life. Okay. Okay. Not better late than never, as they say. Well, I'm even later than you because I will start putting it into practice now, and uh, I've, I'm super late on that train. I was, I was a believer in communication is uh, is important. I, I understand that communication is one of the most important things, and um, one of the most important elements in life. And with that, I feel like talk it out, say what you feel, tell people what they you know, tell people what you're thinking. So you can then, you know, communicate and you guys could come to an agreement or a compromise or some type of collaboration, come to some type of finalization and be able to achieve something. But at the same so, time, I guess one of the um, I believe this was in how to make friends and. Uh, what is the book called by Dale Carnegie, whatever the book's called, how to make friends and uh persuade enemies or something like that and so Mm -hmm. anyway uh i remember he said this one thing one of the best um some of the like when he had conversations with people and i guess he did the study and basically people thought the like when you talk more they felt that that wasn't really a good conversation if they didn't get to say anything but Uh, the person who listened more they always considered that person the better conversational list because <laughs> it's better for them because they were just <laughs> talking they... and so as long right. as you're doing not necessarily uh-huh uh-huh but as long as you're like engaging and asking a question or commenting on something they just said they feel like this has been a great conversation i love talking how to this selfish person. is that how selfish is that that's the way people are <laughs> i guess that's human nature and then also to that point the more you talk the more you talk about a subject or anything, you start running out of knowledgeable things to say and you start to wing it. Mm-hmm. And when you start winging it, you start exaggerating. And how many times have you been in a discussion that ended up turning into a debate that would turn into a challenge and ultimately you talked yourself into something that wasn't a good idea? Right. So maybe you're going back and forth with a friend about something and then he's trying to prove you wrong now. So now you're debating and then that turns into, well, I bet you this, and you challenge. And then next thing you know, you find yourself on the losing end because you started winging it a long time ago. Or maybe maybe you're having this discussion, and you're trying to make a point, and then you try to strengthen that point by making yet another point. And then eventually it starts sounding like you're lecturing that person. You know, yeah, and like, and on those same lines. Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, like kids, like you might be talking to your kid. If you start giving them point after point after point after point, you know, their eyes are gonna start rolling. Or even your significant other. If you keep making all of these points, they're they're just gonna feel like you're just bashing their brains in with these words, and it's really just not a two way conversation anymore. And like just going back to what you were saying about communication. You know, it's, right. it, it just doesn't. Um, it just doesn't, doesn't translate into a good conversation. Okay, and and talking about, talking along those lines about proving points, another direction that goes is when you start to prove your point, and then it turns into you trying to prove another point. 
You might have researched that first point and you might have details and information, but that second point you don't. So then you start winging it. You start coming up with stuff to say and you start coming up with these fake facts and that's when you start looking foolish. So yes, you can talk yourself into a lecture with children, but when you're at the workplace or you're communicating with other adults about something and you're trying to prove a point that turns into a second point, by the time you get to that third point you're trying to prove, you might not have all the information. You start coming up with fake numbers, <laughs> fake facts, and just fake assessments, fake everything. And that's when you start looking foolish because they're sitting back and waiting to prove you wrong now because, like, that didn't happen. I know, that didn't go that way. I know people like that who basically they just don't say, I don't know. Like, they will always have to have an answer to every single thing. And so, like like you said, this could be, like, in a training class or something. And the person, um, you know, they're going over whatever the topic is. And you might ask them a question and you could tell they really don't know, and but they'll just sit there and BS their way through it anyway. Well, now you've lost confidence and and faith in this trainer or this person of power or uh, supposed power because you knew they just just BS. Almost said the bad word. They just BS <laughs> their way through the topic. Right. And so at that point, and don't get it fooled, power. people. Don't get it fooled. We know when you BSing your way through the topic. Right. I mean, some people are good enough to embellish to where it seems like they know what they're talking about. But usually the most longer the conversation aren't. goes. Yeah. First of all, most people aren't. And usually the, the longer the conversation goes, people start seeing through that that thin cloth of knowledge that you think you have and ability that you think you have. People start seeing through that costume. That disguise starts to wear off. So start saying less and you have more to say later, you know, or if someone says, you know, like, I don't know, let me get back. I'm going to look into that and find this answer for you. And then they actually come back with the answer that I respect that. I love it when people do that, you know, that right. that shows that they really cared about what I said enough to a find the proper answer and B actually yep. come back to me and relay that information to me. That's only That's happened true. a few times, like in my workplace. Oh, really? Yeah, definitely. Because most people, Man. they'll they'll either forget about your question or uh-huh. they'll BS their way through it. Right. The least you can do is just say, if you're gonna, if you're gonna give an answer, remember to keep it, keep it as least wordy as possible, but give the answer and let people know now, I'm not positive about this, but this is what I think. Uh, maybe that can go over, but that's a, that's a whole other topic of people saying stuff that they have no idea what they're talking about. Right. Um, another thing that Green said during this uh, during this chapter is that a person that can't control his words shows that he can't control himself and is unworthy of respect. It's like wow, that's a. Uh, that is pretty powerful, and it does take control. It takes a lot of control to not just say whatever's on your mind. Definitely. That's it. It is. It is a hard thing to do. So I will begin working on that uh, now that we've went over this law, and uh, it looks like you've been working on it already. So that's right. that's pretty cool. And he also said that power can't accrue to those who squander their treasure of words. So 
My mantra is that communication is key. It's one of the most important elements of relationships, friendships, daily dialogue, and professional tasks. The words you use are important to get you through every single day of life. This is why words are so powerful, man. And this is why, this is exactly why your words are gold. If you squander your treasure of words, you give away your power. Your power is in your words, basically. So. It kind of reminds me, um, man, I can't remember the name of that movie. The movie with uh, Eddie Murphy, and he only had a few words that he could say or else he would oh, die. Oh, was it, was it called A Thousand Words? I, I think felt so. like, I'm looking at I felt like it was like opposite of what could really happen or something. Or like every time he talked, he, a tree fell, or a leaf yeah, fell a off leaf the tree or something? Yeah, a leaf off the tree. Yeah, it's called yeah. A Thousand Words. Okay. And so basically every time he said something it had to be important but he had to say very little or else you know he'll burn through all his his um a thousand words that he had right that if you if you think i guess if you think of it like that then that i mean if you keep that movie in mind or just keep that in your mind that every time that you start to speak you know a leaf falls off of that tree that can try to keep you in check <laughs> definitely that can that can definitely keep you in check and another thing i was thinking about is just if you if you break this law of always saying less than what's necessary you inherently break the law of concealing your attentions law three the last one we went over right remember we talked about the the difficulty of people being able to creative like create a defense or a plan um if you if they don't know what's taking place so if you can't control your tongue and you talk too much you inevitably give away your mystique, all your insecurities, your plans, which really leads to you relinquishing your power at some at some sort. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. So if if you can't if you can't control your tongue, then you can't conceal your intentions. Yeah, those and, two definitely go hand in hand. And so you're you're really you're giving your power away when you right. do those things. Right. So oh and you know what this, this actually allows us because we talked about this a little bit at the last week's podcast about the uh, supervillain how the supervillain will always give up their plan oh yeah yeah you know to take Scooby over Doo, the man Scooby Doo every time <laughs> <laughs> they they have to tell you why they're doing what they're doing and all their plans they um, are not concealing their intentions. True. And they're also um, not they're 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 speaking way too much as well. They're just they're not holding on to those words like. And that's true. exactly why they never took over the world because they told everybody what they were gonna do. Robert Greene was saying that it, a person who opens his mouth too much puts himself at the mercy of the listener, and that's really really true because if you talk too much, then that that person that's observing you. Is able to learn all your thought processes. They're able to counter your vision and your goals, or they might just steal your idea if you tell them everything. You know what I mean? All right. So you just have to be really careful with that. It just reminds me of being. Have you ever been in an audit? In an audit situation? Yeah. All right. In an audit, the the main rules of an audit is you don't talk unless you're being talked to. Uh, you only answer the question that you're being asked, right? If they ask you a question, that's the only thing you answer. Yeah, you don't and offer you try up to, any more information. You don't offer up any more information. This is 
this is one of the most important places to always say less than necessary is in an audit because you don't want to lead them down a path that's ultimately going to get you guys in some type of trouble. You don't want to be the person that was the reason that they found everything that's wrong in your in your facility, right? Right. And then the other thing is uh, don't act like you know the answer to something. If you don't know, tell them you don't know, you'll find out. Those are the most important things in an audit. And that all revolves around this law, number four, always say less than necessary. And that's just a, a real life example that I could think of that people go through all the time. And it's a time that they need to try to utilize. <laughs> they need to try to utilize this law. You know, another place, since we're doing corporate streets, that was the corporate side. I have a, I have a street one, too. Okay. Think, about, think about interrogation rooms, <laughs> right? Say uh-huh. you, you commit some type of crime or something, or maybe you didn't commit anything. You're a suspect for some reason. And the suspect is always so confident that they have it all figured out And so they began talking and talking about where they were and where they weren't and what alibis they have, trying to get themselves out, right? Okay. And from what I understand in those situations, the very first thing that you're supposed to do is lawyer up. You're supposed to say, I want a lawyer. That's it. That's all you're supposed to say because when you start talking, they start recording or writing down everything that you say, and when you backtrack, you're in trouble. I can't remember so if I saw this on a wire, but every time they would start talking to him, he'd just be like, "Lawyer." Like, everything, <laughs> That's everything, it. Everything, everything they said to him, he just he was just like, "Lawyer." Like, right, because that lawyer to talk about that lawyer is supposed to do all the talking for you. Yeah. And so you're supposed to be in that situation. Even in the street, you're supposed to be a person of few words. So not nah, son. I don't know nothing, son. I, I ain't seen nothing. I don't know nothing. I wasn't there. I don't know nothing. Not son. even. Not even. That's too much talking. Lawyer. That's it. I want my lawyer. That's all I want. Where were you at 11 p.m.? I want my lawyer. Did you see such and such? I want a lawyer. That's too much talking, actually. Just say lawyer. <laughs> like old boy said, lawyer. <laughs> lawyer. He yeah. just kept repeating it. Yep. Broken record. <laughs> Hit him with the lawyer. Right. Right. You know what? That's true because if you keep saying I want my lawyer, you start screaming it, the the your tones, they can tell if you're getting aggravated, right? Yeah. They you, they can start telling your body language, but if yeah. you just leave it at lawyer. 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 They can't read how you feel, <laughs> what you're thinking. That is true. That gives That's them nothing. They they won't keep trying to press for information or small talk you if you everything every response should just be a lawyer. <laughs> a top tip from the corporate streets. If you ever find top yourself, tip from the corporate streets, <laughs> you we man, we're else. Room. Yeah. yeah, lawyer. That's lawyer. it. You just learned something that you might be able to use in your life. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So for the keys to power, uh, well, my interpretation of the keys to power in this sense is that just remember that that less is more. You know what I mean? Less is more. And some people don't understand that, but the less that you say, the more meaning that people can try to interpret and the more opportunity you have to keep yourself appearing to be smart, mysterious, and you're not giving yourself away. And it just follows, for me, it follows the laws of supply and demand. If you, if you supply a lot of words, then people 
don't need to talk to you to know what you're thinking. But if you supply a low amount of words, right, people will pull their hair out trying to understand what makes you tick. You know what I mean? See, here, here's another good real-life situation. Um, everybody can relate to this. Let's say you have a spouse, um, a wife in particular, <laughs> and, <laughs> and okay. you, you guys are having an argument or what? Not, maybe not having an argument, but they ask you something like, where were you last night? So, Lawyer. Yeah, you need to start. Th- you need to start thinking lawyer. Now, lawyer. obviously, you can't just say lawyer, but you need to give as little details That's as what possible. I'm doing. Lawyer, <laughs> you need to give as little details <laughs> as possible because they will they will use everything you say and do against you, just like you were in um, getting interrogated. Right, All the, and so you have to be. But very... you said you was with Jaren. You said you was with Jaren. That's what you said. Like, nah, nah. I was with Jaren. I was with Jaren after I left John John house. But you ain't say John John at first. How come you ain't bring him up? Uh, no. See, see, all, all you need to say is I, I went to the store and I came home. The end. Don't say you went to the store and you got macaroni and cheese. And then you saw little John John over there, and then he asked you to go to this. No, too much information. <laughs> too much info. Lawyer. That's what you tell her. Because you that know you hilarious. were you know you were creeping on her. All you have to say Whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa. This ain't that type this is not that type of podcast, bro. This is it not is. this is the power cast. This is we're giving real life situations. We said they might be in jail. I mean, so they might be. <laughs> I said they was accused. They was a suspect because they was accused. Okay. I didn't say they did it. I didn't well, say they been... killed little Ray Ray. I didn't say they killed him. I Look. didn't say that. Look, the power this this law applies in both places, man. Just don't say too much, or else your words will be get be used against you. That's it's true. In, it's in the Miranda. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they say this exact thing: everything you say will and can be used against you in a court of law. In a court, that's look, true. Look, they telling you right there. They telling you to shut the hell up. That's yeah. They they, they, they even tell you the lawyer thing. Yeah. You have a right to an attorney or something yeah. like that. Boom. That's why you go and just say lawyer. That's all you got to say. And like with any other uh, law, there is always a reversal because there is no one shoe fits all. So Robert Greene was talking about that. Sometimes it's not wise to be silent because it makes you appear to be unknowing or insecure. So around superiors, if you make like a vague comment, you might seem unwise, like you don't, it's like, what the hell is this guy talking about, right? You and you in front of your bosses and you say something that's really vague, they, everybody's going to look around at each other and then look at you and say, what the hell are you talking about? You know what I'm saying? So you have to understand the time to be vague and the time to be silent. And uh, you also have to know when to be able to speak up. And that really threw me for a loop. After after listening to this whole chapter, he throws in this little reversal that's a couple minutes long and he just goes against everything that he said and says you have to know when to use the law and when not to use the law. That kind of freaked me out. So luckily for you guys, I came up with my interpretation of when it is good and when it is not good. All right. You good with that? 
So, yeah. all right. So I feel like when you're in a situation that you're the leader of a situation or you're close to leadership, you should use few words because you have people that are under you that are looking to you to be wise. And if you say too much, you might appear to be unwise, unknowing, right? So you want to get your point across in as few words as possible. On the flip side, if you're the person that's trying to come up the ranks, you're trying to prove yourself, you want to refrain from being vague because you want to show your capability. But you want to do that without breaking law one of never outshine the master. So you don't want to be so talkative and so verbose and trying to show everybody that you know what to do to where you're sh trying to show up your boss as well because then that would be breaking law one but that's that's the difference that's that's the difference for me is that if you're in leadership you're a leader close to leadership that's when you say a few words because you don't want to talk yourself to looking like an idiot but if right. you're coming up the ranks you want to try to prove yourself so you can get yourself to a higher level okay so right. that's where that is so did, right. did we beat that one up? Uh, I think we got it, man. Uh, All right. I got nothing we else beat for it. Beat it down. Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson punch out on it, just like that. <laughs> <laughs> the top of was Glass Joe, baby. I almost said so another uh, uh, Lil Wayne reference about beating stuff up. But he got, <laughs> he got in trouble for that. And I certainly right. don't want those problems. So Beating up the block? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go look it up if you want to know what it is. But go yeah. ahead. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> all right. So there you have it. Um, you have been listening to the Corporate Streets Powercast. This is a subsidiary of the Corporate Streets Podcast. This Corporate Streets Podcast is where we go in, we say bad words, we talk about all kinds of crazy stuff. Um, we get dirty. Yeah. But this this Powercast, this is a lot more positive. We're all about making you a better person, trying to help you take over the world, cheat on your wife, and get out of those uh, what? armed robbery charges. The hell are you talking about, man? This is not the... That's for the podcast. That's for the Corporate Streets podcast. It kind of crosses over. A little. All right. All right. So next week, next week is a big one. Um... Next week is the fifth law. Um, it basically says, so much depends on your reputation. Protect it with your life. Right. Okay. So next week, is about, next week is about your reputation, and that's going to be a good one. And uh, I look forward to it. Got to get that rep right. right. Keep that rep. All right, guys. So this is the Corporate Streets Powercast. This is the podcast for people who know what's best in life, and that is crush your enemies, see them driven before you, hear the laminations of their women. Shout out to Conan. <laughs> I didn't even know what the <laughs> reference was. Thank God you told me. <laughs> I'd have been lost. Yo. Uh, Hey, that's how, that's, what, that's how you get power right there, man. You got to crush your enemies. And okay. something about eliminations of the women. I don't know what that is. Look it up. Thank you for listening. Lawyer. Lawyer.
can enrich your life, attain your goals. Thank you for listening to the Corporate Streets, 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 the Corporate Streets.